Welcome to Stoughton Health Talk. I'm Deborah Howell, and I invite you to listen as we talk about the art and the practice of Reiki. Joining me is Amy Krull, a Reiki master teacher, yoga instructor, and holistic health coach. Amy, such a pleasure to have you with us today. Thank you. Yes. So Reiki is such an intriguing topic, especially, you know, during these days when so many of us are still a bit stressed out from the pandemic and all the life changes it's brought our way. Can you define for us what Reiki is and what it hopes to achieve? Yes, definitely. So Reiki is, it's one of those things that's hard to explain because it is so all-encompassing, but Mm -hmm. really it's a healing modality. So much like going to an acupuncture appointment, I like to tell people it's acupuncture without needles. And so basically I'm dealing with your energy. So it's great for healing physical ailments. You know, I see a lot of people for plantar fasciitis, shoulder pain, things like that. But it goes further than that and that it is, it's really like a holistic system. It's going to balance you. It's going to heal any areas you need healing. It's going to harmonize. So it's dealing with all aspects of the body, mind, spirit, emotions, any kind of physical part of the body. So the hormone system, digestive system, everything. And then it even goes further than that in that it gets into your personal development, spiritual awareness. And I like to tell people, it gets you back to you. It gets you back to your essence, to your soul. So I know that's a lot of things all in one definition. Yeah. But what I love to tell people is that when I'm with someone, I'm facilitating the energy. And then their healing system is what's actually doing the healing. So your body intrinsically knows what it needs. And so your healing system kicks in. So it's not like we have to figure it out. Like, how do I fix this problem? Because your healing system already really knows how to do it. Incredible. I don't know if that. <laughs> no, that's a beautiful explanation. And what is the chakra system? Yeah. So in Reiki, those energy centers that I talked about are the, the different chakras in the body. So there's seven different energy systems in the body. And you can think of these as mini vortexes or like a spinning wheel. So I like to tell people, you know, think of these, those on TV, you see people trying to spin plates and keep them all spinning in um, up on a stick. I don't know if I can explain it very well. No, of course. Okay. So when they're um, spinning, great, you know, everything's working, but then they start to get a little wobbly and they get a little off and then they fall off. So Mm -hmm. that's what we want with our chakras. We want them spinning at a great speed. We want them not wobbly. And so each chakra corresponds to a different body part. It corresponds to different things in our life. So for instance, the root chakra is really tied into survival. Are my basic needs getting met? So that's where if someone comes to me with a lot of anxiety, that's going to let a lot of that anxiety go. So hands on their feet, this makes them feel really safe, protected, it grounds them. And then that energy is just able to kind of release and let go. Moving on up, you've got the second chakra or the sacral chakra. And that's really tied into our creativity, obviously, like our reproductive organs. So um, really into exploring and just jumping into life. So that is a great chakra for anybody who's been through trauma, been through certain abuses, like it's for sexual abuse. It's a great place to release a lot of that energy that gets pent up there. And so moving on up, we've got solar plexus, which is the third chakra. And that's going to be really your ego, like how you identify yourself, your personality, you know, that inner fire, that inner strength. So a lot of times I'm building that up in people 
bringing in some great rejuvenating energy there, almost like I am building a fire in people. And Mm -hmm. then that's when your ideas can come about, you know, your personal development, kind of getting back to yourself there. So then heart is next. So it's associated with the green color and it includes your arms. So it's the only chakra that has a horizontal aspect to it, but that's compassion, love, not only for yourself, but for others. It's tied in to your shoulders too. And shoulders really represent burdens we're carrying or ancestral or family cycles or patterns that maybe you're ready to release and break through those really tied into karma. So I can help people really release a karmic cycle that they feel like they just keep doing and you get to start over and start fresh. So shoulders are big for people. Throat chakra, speaking your truth, right? Speaking from your heart, speaking Mm -hmm. from your soul. And it also includes listening, which I think is interesting. Third eye, so good for people who overthink, you know, people who overanalyze and double guess and, you know, not believe in what they're thinking, or they're just can't stop that wheel in their head of thought. (laughs) So that's wonderful to, to help people just get some relief. So many times people tell me after a Reiki session, wow, I just haven't been this relaxed forever. You can just see it in their demeanor and in their face. I suppose it helps the sleep cycle. It truly does because you are getting a break from that constant thought, the constant rat race. So then it's just, I always tell people, you're going to sleep great tonight, you know, and it's a lot, it's very similar to a great yoga class where you're lying in Shavasana afterwards and you're just soaking up all that amazing energy. And then the last chakra, just to not leave out the crown chakra is your spirituality. So your connection to something higher than yourself. For some people that's universe, God, whatever it is that you believe in. For some people it's being out in nature, you know, that's where they feel a connection. So I find so much that people are hungry for spirituality. And it's just very inspiring to me to see how open most people's crown chakras are. And that really just helps them with their healing. So how did Reiki start and who came up with it? Well, it's an interesting story. So in the late 19-teens, I should say, early 1920s, a man named Mikao Yusui, who was living in Japan at the time, had this moment of enlightenment. And what he sought to do is then recreate that moment of enlightenment and teach other people how he came about this moment, right, of having this enlightenment, but then also how he came to have healing hands as a result of it. Mm. So what I think is so interesting about him is that he thought everyone can do it. This isn't just for certain people. So I work with people one-on-one as a practitioner, but I also teach it. And so I, I love teaching people about Reiki, attuning them to the energy, and then having them be able to heal themselves and others. But so yes, his name was Mikao Yusui, and then it was brought to the West. And there's different kind of routes. You can go with Reiki, and I'm trained in both Western Reiki, Japanese Reiki, but they, you know, they really stem from him and everybody has a lineage that then is traced back to him because it's handed down from teacher to student. So it's very interesting. I'm sure there's so many more layers you could go into, but uh, since it's yeah. a shorter <laughs> podcast, we'll, we'll move on to the next question, with, which is, what does a Reiki session look like? Okay, so when someone books an appointment with me, I will send them an intake form so they can kind of tell me any kind of physical ailments they have, maybe migraines or whatever they're going through. And they can put that on the form 
And also if they've had Reiki before, what's their experience with it? And then when they arrive at the session, we'll go over that form. They can kind of tell me some more information or anything else. So then it's much like a acupuncture or chiropractic appointment and that you are fully clothed. So mm-hmm. all you need to do is take off your shoes and then lie on a massage table. And then I will just ground myself and we'll start the session. So I'm going to go through each one of those chakras, not necessarily in order, but with however it needs to go. And so each one of those energy centers will be cleared and, and then bringing in that really good energy for them. So I encourage clients to talk during the session if anything comes up for them, because sometimes they'll be like, I don't know why this memory is coming back, or I don't know <laughs> you know, what I'm experiencing. And we just talk through it. Yeah. But for the most part, it's just very relaxing for people. And then after the session, we can just talk about anything that came up as well. And I usually send people home with tools that they can do. So whether that's a breathing exercise or, you know, a meditation or just anything that has come up during the session, books. I used to be a librarian, so I'm always, you know, <laughs> letting people know different resources. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The Dewey Decimal System of Reiki. Yeah, yeah right. <laughs> <laughs> so if I'm interested in learning Reiki, what's that process? Well, yeah. So then you can contact a Reiki teacher. I always tell people Google is your friend. You can just type in Reiki teacher teacher near me. And so there's different levels. So Reiki one is going to be healing yourself and family and friends. So it's just an introduction to Reiki. You get attuned to the energy. So you actually get, there's an attunement process that kind of activates that healing energy within you. And then from there, you go into Reiki two, where that's, you're a little bit more serious about it. And you want to start doing Reiki with people that aren't necessarily family and friends. And then you can get paid for it after Reiki two. And then it goes up to Reiki Master. So you're just really diving in, into it and you're wanting to be a practitioner. And then the last step is Reiki Teacher, where you might want to teach people how to do Reiki. Interesting. So uh, let me ask you this. Is there any pain involved in a Reiki session? No, there's absolutely none. It should just feel really good, feel really relaxing. And so my hands will be on different areas of your body, those different chakras, or they might be just right lightly above it. So because your energy isn't just within your body and under your skin, it radiates out. So it's the same thing. But yes, it should feel really good, really relaxing. Okay. So are most of your patients coming to you for for more mental reasons, um, mental health reasons, or for pain management? You know, I'd say right now it's about 50-50. Most people I'm, I'm seeing are for anxiety, definitely. And I love that people are recognizing that this is a tool that, that can help them. Most people I'm seeing are already seeing a therapist. So I'm really just dealing with the energy part of their anxiety, giving them tools, releasing a lot of those feelings. And then the other half of the people I see, it is for pain like a lot of sciatica, back pain, things like that. But I'm always going to talk to them about emotional reasons behind that pain as well. So we can kind of really get to the root of that pain. Sure, sure. I have so many questions for you, but uh, is there a particular way you'd like to wrap up our conversation today? I'm sure. Do you think you'd like to do a meditation? Absolutely. Okay. All right. We'll do a short meditation that, well, actually, how much time should we do for this? Do you have maybe five minute, a five minute meditation? Okay. Yes, let's do that. Okay. So we'll do a meditation called the three diamonds and I'll just have you close your eyes 
kind of settle into your chair, put both feet on the floor, uncross the legs if that's what you're doing. How did you know my legs? Because <laughs> <laughs> okay. I just uncrossed mine, right? Okay. Okay. <laughs> um, yes. So the first thing we're going to do is just take our hands to our abdomen. So that second chakra area. And you can just close your eyes, have both hands on that area. And this is what is called in Reiki, it's called your Hara. So this is where the life force energy of Reiki is housed in your body. Mm -hmm. And so just breathing into this area, you can imagine your breath just with every inhale in is reaching all the way down to your Hara. And then breathing that all out, taking that time to really exhale. Good. So just connecting with that area. If it helps, you can think of a nice warm orange color. Good. And then from there, let's take our hands and move both hands up to our heart. So we're connecting our hara to our heart. So you can imagine this orange is like a bridge and it comes into the green heart area. Nice. So maybe your green is green grass. Maybe it's just a, a brilliant, bright green. It's a forest of trees for me. Oh, nice. It's breathing in that air. You can almost feel like you can smell the forest. And just drop the shoulders if you can with each mm -hmm. breath. And then from here, let's take our hands to our forehead, that third eye area. You can either go front to back or side to side. It's up to you. Okay. And then this area will be a deep blue, almost into purple. Hawaii, the ocean. Mm, nice. So you can almost think of like a wave is just washing through this area. So it's just clearing out very gently anything that wants to go. And then from there, we're going to take our hands back to our heart. So we're bridging the third eye energy back to the heart. And any grateful thoughts you want to think? Good. And then from there, you can take that hand, your hands and return them to your hara. So back into that warm orange area. Mm-hmm. Good. And from there, you can release your hands and just slowly open your eyes. So that is a wonderful meditation called the Three Diamonds. And it's just a really good way to ground and connect with those three different areas in the body. Just feel like you're more present in your body afterwards, a little less stressed, a little less tied to the schedule. So I hope you enjoyed that.
I am so calm right now. It's ridiculous. It's oh, wonderful. good. And, and see how <laughs> yeah. easy that was, right? And yeah. how quickly. Yeah. Yes. You know, even my jaw relaxed. And I, oh, I didn't have to I didn't have to tell it to. It just dropped naturally. The shoulders dropped. And oh, um, all those racing little mice thoughts, you know, that go racing through, they're just gone, yeah. which is fantastic. Oh, good. Good. I think I'm gonna try that at night on my pillow, you know, to help mm-hmm. do the three diamonds and then I think sleep will come more naturally. Yeah, I think definitely. It's a wonderful way to end the day. This is wonderful, Amy. So relaxing. So I just want to thank you from the bottom of my chakra or my hara um, for (laughs) for being with us today. Yes. Well, thank you very much. I loved it. And for more information for everybody else, head on over to our website at stotonhealth.com to get connected with one of our providers. And that concludes this episode of Stoughton Health Talk. Please remember to subscribe, rate, and review this podcast and all the other Stoughton Hospital podcasts. I'm Deborah Howell. Have yourself a terrific day.